0: Unprecedented conversation bridging the gap between two faiths, spanning over 9,000 miles and over 2,000 years. Welcome to The Teacher
1: and the Preacher. Welcome to The Teacher and the Preacher. Thank you for joining us again. For this podcast and broadcast, I'm the preacher, Dave Magera. And I am Aaron
0: Lipkin, the amazing Israeli teacher.
1: The amazing. And all of our listeners are getting acquainted more all the time with the amazing...
0: Humility. Yes, the humility. Yeah.
1: What a blessing to be with you, Aaron.
0: Good to be here. Good to be back in the program after a month and a half long lecture tour in the United States.
1: Yeah. I love this. So why don't we bring our listeners up to speed on uh, what's been transpiring that I think would be uh, of great interest to, not only to me but to them.
0: Well, uh, we, uh, my wife and I went to the United States on, on June 21st and we went with our two daughters. And uh, just a few days after getting over jet lag, uh, we left them at a Jewish overnight camp in upstate New York and uh, we started our second honeymoon. Uh, so you know, my wife and I are celebrating 25 years of marriage, and we didn't believe that we were able, would be able to to do it just us, uh, just like the old times before before we had children. Uh, and so you know, we toured all around the U.S. Uh, we even visited Calgary, Canada, and attended the Stampede there, which was an amazing. Uh, Experience, and uh, but uh, but really, you know, most most of the the trip was visiting churches and synagogues uh, all over the United States, in Houston and Dallas and Kansas City uh, and other other places as well. But you know, I think that the most exciting thing was really being with my wife and visiting uh, Yosemite Park and uh, even you know even San Francisco. People told us be careful of San Francisco. And, uh, you know, it, it, I, I understand why they said it, but we visited Alcatraz and my wife did a, a, a tour after Alfred Hitchcock's uh, movies, Vertigo and Birds. That yes. were taken that yes. were taken in San Francisco, <laughs> were shot in San Francisco. Yes. So um, we really, really enjoyed our time there and, uh, you know, seeing, seeing our, our friends that we haven't seen in a long time. And uh, you know getting 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 the feel again of of being on the road and uh, you know standing in in synagogues and and uh, churches. And you know what what I speak about is is the discoveries that uh, Adams Zertel made, um, Joshua's altar, the footprint structures, and to see how both Jews and Christians are so excited about these discoveries. And uh, you know, I I used to think that that you know only Christians are excited about this, and you know Jews might not be as excited as the Christians are. And I have to say that uh, that both congregations were were so amazed by this discovery, and obviously the uh, the cursed tablet that I've been speaking about for so many times. Um, so it was it was really really a a great, uh, great experience, and uh, happy to come back home, uh, rest a bit, and and get back to work.
1: Yes, well, when's the last time you were at a rodeo?
0: Ooh. Well, uh, well, at the Stampede was the first mm-hmm. time. Uh, that was the first that, that time. First time, mm-hmm. and you know, we, we kind of understood that uh, uh, cowboyism is a, is a culture of itself. Uh, that that the the rodeo is this Olympics. Uh, tournament with different types of uh, uh competitions, so it was really really nice and enriching um, The only problem is that my girls are so so against uh animal abuse that they didn't want me to take any pictures or videos of what was going on there, so I did it. Yeah. But I, I didn't post them because they're on my Facebook page.
1: So they were <laughs> rooting for the animals. <laughs> yes, but, yes. But it,
0: it was really a great experience in Calgary, Canada. And, you know, I have to say it was quite a shock for us because I'm, I'm usually lecturing at the Bible Belt area, and so Texas and Oklahoma and, and, and you know, all these places. And I always thought that, that you know, the cowboy culture is so American, and to to suddenly discover that, that even canada has a a cowboy culture of itself and you know the the alberta county is is is, is so so geared at the cowboy culture and uh so it was really really a big uh, surprise for us
1: yeah you know uh that uh rodeo group and uh the people who so love, you know, roping and riding and various things, you know, it, it's no small group. It's uh, one of the things that we enjoy very much at the church that we have. It's such a melting pot, you know, we have farmers, ranchers, we have cowboys, we have, uh, you know, blue collar workers, we've got professional people, we've got business owners, we've got physicians. I mean, it's a melting pot, but in the midst of it, there's some pretty serious money winning roping cowboys that come through the door at the church there and uh those boys uh will walk in and uh they do a real good job tying their horse up out out front you know <laughs> but it is it is a unique bunch and you know those guys just have kind of this um love for god and country and you know just a work ethic and you know re- respect for for people and just kind of cut out of, just good moral fabric, you know. And um, I think that there is a unique uniqueness about that that particular group. But you know, rodeoing is is big in the U.S. for sure, and it definitely the Calgary Stampede is a, is really a gigantic uh, rodeo spot every year. So I'm so glad you got to go. What really surprised
0: me is is you know meeting so many uh, Israelis that uh, left israel in the past you know 50 years and moved to calgary i mean i'm i'm used to seriously you know, yes i'm used to seeing israelis all, all over the world and and for some reason the the amount of israelis that i found in calgary was was really a shock a shock to me and you know this is obviously going on at the same time where we have the uh demonstrations in Israel and the whole judiciary reform going on and uh and you know to to uh to meet Israelis that are there that are um you know th- the ones i met were were against the reform and and uh, what's going on right now in Israel and you know to 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 have these discussions with them uh with people that have been living in calgary for 50 years or for 30 years uh, but care so much about Israel, and you know, even even though we disagree politically on what's going on, um, they, they they care about Israel and and they love Israel, and they they're worried about Israel. So um, it was it was quite a surprising thing uh, for me.
1: And how did you end up connecting up with a number of Israelis? Well,
0: you know, we have we have a friend in Dallas. Uh, she she calls me a, a walking billboard because uh, I have a I keep on my head, so I shout Jewish and Israel, and uh, and so you know when people see me, um, they they know immediately a lot about who I am, where I come from. Yes, and, you know I, all I have to do is just sit in a coffee shop in the Calgary Stampede, and uh, <laughs> in, in a few minutes you'll have Israelis gathering around me. And uh, starting a, a conversation
1: isn't that great? I bet that led to some some interesting conversation, didn't it? Yeah, I
0: mean, you know, I'll, I'll tell you about one conversation. You know, I sat at a, at, a, at, a, at a, that coffee place in the Stampede, and um, suddenly I hear two uh, uh, women uh, sitting beha- be- beside me, behind me, and they're starting to speak in Hebrew. Now, you know, this is not a coincidence, okay? They saw me with a keep on my head. They immediately, you know, saw me as an interesting uh, uh, conversation possibility. And so they, they sat and we started talking. And, you know, one lady has been living in Calgary, Canada for 50 years. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I asked her, why why did you leave Israel? And she said, because of Golda. Really? So I said, what do you mean? And she said, because of Golda Meir and, and what she did on, on the Yom Kippur War in 1973. And I, I told her, listen, it's the first time I hear about Israelis that left Israel because of what is uh, seen as a, a political um, mistake uh, or or a mistake in leadership that Golda Meir did uh, prior to, Prior to the seven, the Yom Kippur War, 1973, um, so that was you know that was one uh, uh, example, and then the other lady was in Calgary only for 30 years, and uh, you know she started talking to me about uh, Israel and about what was going on with the uh, judicial reform, and I, I immediately understood that they are from the other side. And uh, and you know that lady said you know I don't understand how Netanyahu is doing this. I mean how how is he leading uh, the whole country into a, into a, a state of chaos and uh, and uh, a breakup of the solid, the Jewish solidarity. Um, he, you know he's not he's not doing this because uh, for, for 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 good reasons. He's only doing it for himself. And you know, so so we had this political discussion. I tell, listen, you know, how can you say that? 64 seats in the Knesset voted Netanyahu for prime ministry. People knew what they were voting for. They were voting for the judicial reform. Uh, and, and so she, you know, she was like, she was confused, and and you know, anyway, the 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 the, the one of the understanding, the understandings that I got was that uh, especially Jews in the United States and Canada are really receiving their information from one-sided um uh, media uh channels and they're not hearing my side. They're not hearing the side that supports the reform. And uh and so that only the only thing they they know or, or think is that it's happening because Netanyahu wants to uh, to be um, uh, saved from his uh, judicial, from from the uh, um, uh, judicial charges uh, charges that are that mm-hmm. are going on right now against him, and mm-hmm. that's that's totally not the reason why I and many other Israelis voted for this judicial reform. Um, but in, in any case, you know, even though I I disagree with with those Israelis that I found in Calgary um i i see the love that they have for israel and the concern that they have and uh in that sense we are in this on the same side we both want israel to succeed and to um to to be able to to flourish and and um and survive so you know this is this is this is one of those things that i i manage to uh to get not just in Calgary, Canada, but also in other places in the United States. Um, you know, many many of the Jewish population in the United States um, are 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 on, on the I would say on the left. They're on the they're they're voting to to the left wing. Would have voted to the left wing in Israel, and uh, and and it's it's you know it's always an issue when you visit or you meet Israelis in in the United States. Being a person who belongs to the right wing, you're always careful um, because you know how things can suddenly <laughs> erupt. Jews like yes. to, Jews like to express their their views. So, um, yeah, I had to a couple of times. I had to shut up and uh, and just you know, <laughs> yes. just, you know, nod my head and say yes, yes, yes. yes. And uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was <laughs> You are so cordial. <laughs> and the the other thing that 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 was really interesting for me was seeing how the Canadians are treating uh, the their their native Canadians. They're their, uh, you know I don't, you can you can call them Indians. That's how the I believe the Canadians even call them Indians. Um, but the, the First Nation or whatever you call mm-hmm. them, um, mm-hmm. and to see to see their presence in Canada in every ceremony, in every event that, uh, that we went to. And that was a big surprise for me because, I don't know, for some reason when I'm in the United States, it's not something that you're exposed to. Um, uh, so I don't know. It's, you know that, that was another thing that kind of struck me as a, as a, a, you know, a difference in, in between these two countries. Uh, but uh, but all in all, I mean you know, great great time and and you know I, I I've I've lectured in front of hundreds of people um, and uh, I mean all in all thousands but but the the, the, the you know sometimes I, I lecture to sixty people sometimes I lecture to three hundred four hundred people and uh, you know to see how people love Israel and how they they want to visit Israel and they want to go to the sites that I speak about and and experience them from from first hand just like you did when when yes. you went to the to the altar and yes. uh and you know you you were there you saw you saw it so um yeah I'm I'm already getting uh, requests for next year
1: Well see this is uh this is one of the things that God is blessing you with is um your availability and your willingness to speak on these things and and share you know that we're living in Bible times I mean we are living in Bible times and people have curiosity about the Bible they especially have curiosity about uh, archaeological
0: finds I think that that one of the one of the things that that happened during these lectures is that you know many of the places that I go to don't see a lot of Jews Mm-hmm. um they and, and definitely not israeli jews um and, and not israeli jews that uh, that know the bible pretty well and and you know are are connected to the the site so so for many people that attend the lectures that i speak in um i'm i'm really their first encounter with a jew and 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 i think that it's you know again i, I know it's not humble to say but i think that it's an inspiring meeting or an inspi- inspiring encounter because christians uh see a, a, a jew that uh, that believes in god that believes in the bible that believes in 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 redemption that believes in i'd say you know 90% of what they believe in and uh and i think that for them that's that's a, a huge surprise um and so, so I think I think that 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 encounter is really good, and and you know it's I think that it, it promotes the understanding between you know Jews and Christians when when you know both sides feel that they have such a shared and common um, ground to stand on and, and 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 dialogue about. Well, we've had.
1: Uh such division and separation for 2,000 years. There's been an enormous barrenness between uh, these two faiths. And I think that there is so much that we can learn from each other and so much value that's there. Uh, What would you say, just off uh, the top of your head, what percentage of the time that you were uh, speaking were you in 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 a church and and versus speaking at a synagogue. Well,
0: um, I I have to say that I I intentionally put the emphasis on uh, on on Christian congregations um, because it it it's you know it's something that I also deal with in my in my business as a as a tour owner tour agency owner. Um, Many of the the churches that I go to um, eventually. Come to Israel with my agency, so so you know there's there's a lot of there's a, there's there's definitely a reason for me to concentrate on that direction. Um, so the, I only spoke, I think, in maybe two or three church, uh, synagogues during this uh, tour, um, and uh, probably triple or quadruple that number of churches in in the United States. Uh, also, TV shows, radio shows, so. Um, so that's really the reason why I speak more to Christians than to uh, to the Jewish uh, communities. Um, also, you know, I have to I have to say something. I've spoken in numerous Christian congregations and churches, and I always I was always received well. I was always received with uh, with much respect and uh, interest. Um, the only times that I experienced any type of uh, opposition or um, uh, um, resistance is when I spoke, when I spoke to Jewish communities. <laughs> really? Um, yes. Yes. I mean, it's 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 usually you know not not in in Orthodox Jewish synagogues where most of the people there are right wing and are are you know God fearing and Bible believing. It's mostly in in, in in places where you have all, all kinds of Jews coming to the synagogue to listen to me and then you have Jews from different backgrounds, different different political views and uh, and that's when things become a bit uh, a bit uh, tense uh, because you know you know our, our listeners are saying to themselves what's tense about about the Bible and about archaeology but uh, unfortunately many many Jews, uh, don't believe in God, and they don't believe in the historicity of the Bible, and uh, and so when 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 a a Jew comes to speak about it, it goes against their uh, their views, uh, their theo- their their atheist theology. Um, also, keep in mind that many of the archaeological discoveries that I speak about are in Judea and Samaria. And that's another. Political um, division inside yes, the, the Jewish yes. community, and so uh, you know, I always get that uh, that uh, argument of you know, what are you doing in in Muslim land, in Palestinian land? You're robbing their land, and so it's always you know these two these two points: the 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 faith in God and in the Bible, and the the uh, relationship to the biblical heartland of Israel. Uh, which become an issue when you speak to uh, Jews uh, from the left, Jews that are are not religious. Um, but again, you know I, 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 because I, I speak mostly in churches, then I don't get that. All, all I get is 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 love and, and support and, and appreciation. Uh, maybe that's another reason why I speak in churches.
1: <laughs> well, you know uh, so many people don't realize that the majority of Jews, are are secular, and among right. that secular group, uh, secular meaning that they they're, they're not observant Jews, they may be Jews that have some level of, you know, respect and and uh, belief in the Bible. But among the secular, are are no shortage of atheists, and this is Adam Zertel. I mean, this was, you know, the man who found Joshua's altar, was was. Uh, Full atheist,
0: right? Right, but but I think that he was an atheist from the old kind, from an, an old school atheist. Um, and, and the reason why I'm saying that is because today, um, you know, if you're dividing the world uh, to two camps, and you're talking about the atheist camp, uh, I think that the the extremist atheists, those that uh, are not willing to Confront the reality that they're they're seeing, Uh, like Adam Zertal did. I mean, Adam Zertal, when he found Joshua's altar, um, he was brave enough to to confront it and say, you know, we were wrong. Uh, The Bible was right. Um, But 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 I believe that today there is a growing group of atheists that are not on a mission to seek for the truth. Um, they are on a mission to destroy um, uh, whatever smells from faith, God, and the Bible. Um, and, um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, I, I lecture about Joshua's altar, and, and I lecture about the, the cursed tablet with God's name, the Hebrew God's name mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And, and five minutes later, a left-wing Jew says, how can you rob uh, uh, the Palestinians from their land? And and I and I just spoke about how we found a lead tablet that proves yes, exactly. the connection. Yeah,
1: everywhere you dig in Israel, it's Jewish. Everywhere you, you every, Everything you dig up, it's Jewish.
0: But you understand? Five minutes after I finish my lecture, and I talk about all the amazing facts <laughs> about how it changed Adam Zertal's view. Uh, you know, you have this this claim, this argument that 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 blames me. Uh, for uh, for stealing land that doesn't belong to me that 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 I'm I'm colonizing an area that that isn't uh, isn't part of my my heritage part of my I don't know anyway I'm just saying that because uh, we have to understand that and, and I'm saying that during my lectures um, atheism is a religion um, it's not uh, it's not this objective enlightened enlightened uh ideology or state of uh, living or state of mind um and and you know unfortunately there are there are many that are are not uh not not willing to to even listen to the other side because uh it's a cancel culture and and you know just what you're experiencing in the states we're also experiencing here in israel and many there are many that's one of the one of the things that i've i've also you know got to got an insight about when I was in the united states uh there are many parallels that are going on between israel the united states but but also other places in the world um things like uh again this this battle between atheism and 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 you know the judeo christian uh faith um another thing is is the the fact of that that democracy has has totally been been destroyed or ruined uh, in the United States and in Israel in many ways. Uh, you know, in the United States, I've heard so many people saying, "You know, why should we vote if uh, if if uh, our vote goes goes uh, goes and, and and you know the elections are are rigged or you know all these mm-hmm. these things?" I mean, people. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. People lost faith. In yes. the democratic system, yes. uh, here in here in Israel, people are saying, you know, we voted for Netanyahu, we voted for a right wing coalition, and uh, and the, the, we 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 are we're seeing, we're discovering that those that are ruling Israel are not the the government or the parliament. Yes, it's, it's the elites. We're
1: not getting what we voted for,
0: right? Exactly. So, so, people, so people are saying, saying, you know, we're not going to vote again. Yes, okay, you have
1: to hold that thought a minute because we're just about out of time and I want to just say to our listeners, listen, you can uh, catch the rest of this conversation uh, by uh, just staying connected with The Teacher and the Preacher. Check out our website, theteacherandthepreacher.com and you can listen to archive programs and get better acquainted with Aaron and I. You can also uh, write us out a note. The teacher and the preacher, Gmail, the teacher and the preacher gmail.com. I want you to uh, consider doing that. Just take a moment, scratch out a note to us. Maybe you've got a question, maybe you'd like to hear us talk more about this. But in our next conversation, we're going to be talking about what God is doing in Israel- jewish conversation and, and breaking down the walls. So until next time, may the God of Israel, who never slumbers and never sleeps, may He watch over Israel and all of our Jewish friends, and may God bless America.